So there's obviously an interest in social change, and our goal is really just to bring people together from all sorts of um, sector interests, so someone that has an interest in environment or someone that has an interest in, for example, homelessness, we bring them together and then we give them the same type of education, the same type of skills to actually use their passions for, for social good. My name is Rob Van Nood, and you're listening to the second season of Elevate a podcast about big ideas, little projects, and everything in between. Educators and students share their short, elevator pitch-sized stories to raise your awareness of everything that is going on here at Catlin Gable School. In their freshman year, Britt Masbeck and Lee Lambert both got involved in Founders Weekend, a three-day entrepreneurial experience for high school students organized by then-Catlin Gable teacher Meredith Goddard. It was an experience that allowed them to create a nonprofit that four years later is still running and has raised over $70,000. Now seniors, the pair took on the heavy lift this winter of organizing a similar event called Startup Camp. I had the chance to sit down with these two very accomplished students and hear all about the event how it has influenced their work in the world, and the role an entrepreneurial spirit plays across the campus. Please enjoy this 10th episode on collaboration. I'm Britt, and I'm a senior. I'm Lee, and I'm also a senior. And we are two co-directors of Global Youth Entrepreneurs, which is the student organization that's actually putting on the startup camp events right here at Cowan Gable. Yeah, and we've been doing it for a number of years. We've done it in a number of different places, and we've worked with a lot of different people as well along the way, both yeah. adults and students. And the way that Lee and I both came involved in this work is actually participating in previous startup camp experiences. So we were both part of Meredith Goddard's former startup camp or uh, Innovation Weekend, uh, yeah. Founders Weekend. Weekend. Back in our freshman year, that was a really big part of our experience in Catlin. And you know, I actually continued one of my projects from that weekend in my freshman year up until this point. I'm still now running a nonprofit that I started that weekend. And so I got together with Lee and some other people. We realized the shared potential of this type of work and we wanted to make sure that it kept happening year in, year in. Yeah, and then beyond that, I also participated in entrepreneurial programs outside of Cal. And I did TYE, which was Ty Young Entrepreneurs. And I felt that these programs were really beneficial to me because not only did I get to create these companies and meet a lot of new different people in Oregon, but I also got to have like a lot of good business experience. I met a lot of good mentors along the way. And I felt that because we didn't have a Founders E weekend after a while, it was a good place to like start one and yeah. kind of get this program in place. So Startup Camp is really all about using entrepreneurship to enact some type of social change. Most of the events we've been part of, and then now most of the events that we've led, have had that focus on social entrepreneurship. So looking at ways to combat climate change, looking at ways to address police reform, looking at ways to just even within a school or within a company um, to, you know, to, to increase communication between people and interaction between people. There are a lot of different types of companies that are created at these events, but all of them have some social aspect that we think is really an important part of the work. And it's really interesting, though, like beyond the social aspect part, it's not that we're prompting individuals to create, uh, to create organizations that address some social issue. It's really that in everywhere that we've been, so whether or not we have, we've held events in Amman, Jordan, 
I know Brit held an event in Georgia, and through all of these events, it's very interesting that it's always the students who are trying to address social issues without very much prompting on the end of us, the organizers. So I guess that's something that's really interesting for our generation, at least, when we do these events. It's because yeah. we're seeing a lot of work that's focused on like the social impacts. And I think you, you mentioned some of the ways we've been able to expand our work, and that, that's a great point because we, we've shown through doing these events and then through what happens afterwards there's, that there's a clear interest in entrepreneurship. And, and one of our goals is just generally to increase youth voice and um, youth engagement with entrepreneurship across the board. So after we hosted that event in Tbilisi, Georgia, the capital of the country of Georgia a few years ago, a few of the participants of that weekend actually started their own program called Georgia's Youth Entrepreneurs. They um, solidified it with the government, secured nonprofit status, and they've now turned it into an entire organization that runs their own events. And that just for us has been amazing to see, and it really validates what we're doing. Yeah, and it's really interesting because, you know, having done all this work internationally, we have this network of people that we can call on or people that we have relationships with. And it's very interesting because last year we brought a couple of those Georgian kids over to the United States to participate in our first event that we held in Portland. And it was very interesting to just have a couple of people from, I guess, all the way across the world participate in some teams and have their own ideas on this entrepreneurship field. And I think that was... That was something that we would like to continue doing. It was just a very interesting experience to not only have the Georgian kids stay with us as homestays, but also as to just have them at our school, have them in our entrepreneurial events, and just have and just connect with these people. Yeah. It's also just great to see the interest that exists right here at Catlin Gable. We always have a predominant number of people joining the camp from Catlin when we host it um, here in Portland. And I think that speaks to the general learning mindset of Catlin Gable, the, you know, what the, the curriculum values. People always come in and they're able to, the very first afternoon, think about ideas, think about what they might want to change, and they're very active in putting those ideas forward and pushing their peers to you know, do their best work. So that's always amazing to see as we're part of this Callan event. How many students do you feel like have attended, since you've been doing it, have mm-hmm. attended one format of this or another? Uh, we know that we had about 30 Callan kids sign up for the event that was held this year. We had about 10 last year, and there's there's only little, very little overlap between the two, maybe like two or three people. And then before that with Founder Z Weekend, which was not run by the two of us, we had those were like hundreds of people that attended those events, and there was a lot of Calum kids there, especially with our senior class as well as the junior class, because those were the last two years where this yeah. was offered. So we have, that's a good point, we have changed the format of our event a little bit. We've made it a smaller group of people, just so we can be more intentional about a few things. Number one, mentorship. So um, not only are students forming their own companies and working on, on those ideas specifically throughout the weekend, but we also bring in mentors to work with students. And now that we have a smaller group, there's more of a one, one-on-one connection. There's more of the potential for people to actually learn various marketable skills, such as presenting, such as business design, such as website design all these other things that we hope people will take with them. Even if they don't go into business or entrepreneurship, we just think that these are really important life skills for people to know. And now that we have a smaller, more focused group of people in our events, we're able to sort of get at that in a a lot better ways. (laughs) Yeah. And then beyond that, just having that small number of people, it's been good to have that because the connections that form between that smaller group is really strong, especially as there are fewer, maybe there are fewer teams, but those teams may have a little more people. And it might be that these people all don't know each other, so you don't have people going in and just forming teams with just Mm -hmm. all their classmates. Or friends. Yeah, because there might not be a bunch of different individuals from, say, that school, so that we kind of like propel them into these situations to work with kids from other schools, and that's also been really beneficial, I think. So, Lee, you were saying that in your generation of 
students, it seems like there's a lot of interest in this kind of social, yeah. um, you know, improvement, those kind of things. Do you feel like there are things that are happening at Catlin itself beyond like the startup camp, but just in, in the classes that you take that are promoting that and making that uh, the, your, you know, the, the startup camp an, a source to do things outside of school? Um, or is it really the kind of the standalone thing and it's just certain students that are driven towards that? Well, I think that around campus, if you're looking at clubs, for example, or other groups that congregate, you see a lot of interest in social issues. So you see the environmental action team doing all, all those types of great work right here at Catlin, trying to make our school and our populace more sustainable in everything that we do. Or you look at CommuniCare, and they're raising $40,000 a year to fund really important initiatives around all sorts of social issues. So that there's obviously an interest in social change, and our goal is really to bring people together from all sorts of um, sector interests, so someone that has an interest in environment or someone that has an interest in, for example, homelessness, we bring them together and then we give them the same type of education, the same type of skills to actually use their passions for, for social good. And even beyond that, I think that in our classes we do talk about these issues a lot. And I know that one of the teams that came in this year, their idea came as a result of the work that they had done in the Palma Seminar over climate change because like they were talking about climate change with their mm -hmm. teacher and they were talking about climate change and like the effects of that and they realized like this was an issue that came from it and they wanted to create a company that kind of addressed that issue over the weekend. Should Do you think there should be more uh, classes that would be directly speaking to the work that's happening? Like should there be a startup camp class that would be like a semester or a year long? Do you think that would be something that you would suggest would be helpful? Or do you like the fact that it's kind of, no, we like having our own thing, we like to have this kind of weekend thing, it doesn't need to be happening during yeah. the school day? I mean, I think the school can make small steps in that direction. I think that our event always has a certain place, but we're seeing with, for example, immersives, and we're seeing with the Palma class, um, and maybe there's some other examples where you are applying what's in the classroom to a type of project or initiative. It doesn't have to be starting a company, but I'm a big proponent of the type of learning that happens in the Palma Seminar, where you have an intense month-long period learning something, learning part of the general course, and then you have two weeks after that month um, just to think about a way you can turn that into research you can share with the community, a podcast you can share with the community, or maybe a community event that you host for the community. So just smaller applications. It doesn't have to be intense, as intense as starting a company, but just some yeah. way to take what you're learning and share it with the broader community. I think that's a really important part of, of that type of class. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Not that I've actually taken a Palma Seminar, though. <laughs> yeah. So um, part of the series that I've been doing is really about collaboration. I'm really curious about how you, the two of you have collaborated together or with other students mm -hmm. to yeah. put this together. What, what's it take to put on an event like this? Uh, a lot of long sleepless nights and weekends, you know, yeah. because of school and sports and other things that we're doing. It means that we're staying up late, uh, meeting for entire weekends to, to make this happen. But we really enjoy the work, and I, I don't think it would work, our, our relationship would work, and this pulling this event off would work if we didn't have the passion, if, if it weren't coming from a place of passion. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a labor of love in that way. Yeah, and I think that we, you know, we've spent a lot of time together both inside and out, uh, outside the classroom as well, you know doing work and not doing work I think that we just have like a, we have a decent relationship and it works well and you know we don't we don't fight all the time yeah but I think that you know we're able to get the work done and I think that it's beneficial and it's good for us that we were able to get it done the two of us while also you know reaching out to teachers and reaching out to students and reaching out to individuals outside of Callan if we like for the help that we need 
So as seniors, are you planting the seeds to pull in some students for next year that will take it on, or what, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, so at the beginning of the year, we realized that, because we started the club with four members initially, it was us two, and then two seniors from last year, Seth Telianski and Solomon Olshin, and they're both gone in college now, and they've started their own thing that they do at GYE, and kind of like a little subsector. So it was the two of us at the time, and we decided that, you know, we've seen startup camp, we've seen like the the, the effect that it has on some of the student population, we wanted that to carry on and to be a continual thing that Catlin does. So we, we did start a club at the beginning of the year and we invited some Catlin kids in to help us and they were able to help us with parts of planning the event and they also attended the event and they were organizers for part of the event. And now at this point in our stage, being that we've completed the process of running our yearly startup camp, we're now transitioning into a phase where we start training these individuals and we're trying to give them the opportunity tell them how they should run these events and we've also created a guide as well yeah. yeah i mean it's a very tough thing to pull off especially because there's just so much coordination that is required um to actually set up all the components for for a successful startup camp emailing speakers emailing panelists emailing schools for the outreach component is a very difficult um, aspect and so we not only want to make sure that we're bringing people in right now but we want to make sure that in some way we're able to support them going forward so yeah. that can mean just emailing dealing with them, but we also created this 75-page guide, which is very long, but also very detailed. It basically outlines every single step with email templates and other instructions that they can follow when organizing this type of event or maybe even a, similar, a, a slightly different event as well. Yeah. So is that something you're giving over to the, the Catlin community? It seems like super helpful to have something that for any event mm -hmm. if you're getting into that much detail. Yeah. yeah. We actually plan to put on our website. So right now we're just sharing it internally with our team, but then it's yeah. something we want to share with the broader community, maybe even something we'd send to other schools around the world so they can put on their own events. That would be our goal, really. Yeah, that was our final goal when we wrote it. It was to just send it out and send it out to as many people as possible, just get that outreach and give them the tools to create their own events. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd love to have that link in the the section, the yeah. comment section of this podcast so okay. people that are listening to this could... Yeah. could Mm -hmm. make that happen or, sure. or read about it. Mm -hmm. um, last question, kind of a more personal question. Britt, you had talked about starting your own nonprofit. Mm -hmm. You guys want to talk a little bit about your experience being in, in the startup camp and kind of like what you personally have done mm -hmm. through that process? Yeah, so Lee and I were actually both part of the same team my freshman year at uh, Meredith's Founders E Weekend, yeah. and we started a nonprofit called Youth Educating Police. And just in a, a very general sense, we're trying to rethink how police officers are trained and how they interact with young people to decrease violence and animosity that exists between the two groups. And so we started it that weekend, um, and it, it was really it was really powerful. We created a website. We did customer validation, talking to people from the Department of Justice and police officers. Just in that first weekend, we created a you know basic guide that represented what we want to do with our training and some of our other dialogue platforms and things like that. And you know it's taken a lot of work since, but I would definitely attribute the startup camp to, to being the catalyst for that. I probably wouldn't have you know had that same motivation to start something otherwise. And now it's something where we've gotten seventy five thousand dollars in funding. We have a wow. we have a, a solidified partnership with local government, and you know it's a very real nonprofit five hundred one c three here in the community. So yeah. that I think you know speaks speaks volumes to the power of the program. Yeah, and beyond that. I know that I ended up starting a different company off of, compared to what Britt does, and 
mine came out of a different program that was similar to Startup Camp, but I came into that program with a number of skills that I learned in Startup Camp. So I learned how to create a five-year uh, budgetary plan from Startup Camp. I learned how to do some customer validation. It's very basic customer validation. And I came into this new program, which was TYE, which I brought up earlier, and me just meeting with a bunch of people from Westview and from other schools, I, we created a different company that was aimed to create uh, automatic pill dispensers to help people who were addicted to opioids or just elderly people to remember their medication. And that's just something that I've continued throughout my high school career. And it's very interesting. We've been to a number of events. We've showcased this to different people. And it's just been, and I think that it all started from startup camp in the initial place. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I do have one other question. So what's next? You guys are graduate. Mm -hmm. Are you going to continue working on these projects? You know, is this uh, something you see as a direction you know, in the coming years, or what? What were your thoughts about how you're taking this beyond Catlin? Yeah, I mean, I'd say first just continue um, working with our existing partners. So you know, we have some youth partners now in Georgia and Jordan, other places we've hosted these events, and and we're continuing to partner with them as they do their own work locally. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, our goal will be to find a way to move this forward. Seth and Solomon, for example, have started their own initiative as part of the larger organization that works with students from post-Soviet Union countries, bringing them to the United States, and then vice versa for like cultural exchange type projects, but focused still on entrepreneurship. And, and we think that has some really cool potential. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited to see what the future holds, but we, this program has meant a lot to us, and we, we hope to, yeah. to be a part of it going forward. Yeah, and even in college, I'm sure that both of us here will continue to support the Catlin team that's here that's putting mm -hmm. on the event and just sure that whatever happens next year that there is an event and we'll be able to be have some part of it, but maybe not as like as hands-on as we've been now. Yeah, great. You get, want to say anything else? You, I don't know. <laughs> Check out our website and okay. encourage your kids to do it next year. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening to this episode of Elevate. If you have questions, ideas, or want to share your story, please send us an email. Elevate at catlin.edu.